Hello everyone, my name is Sofia and you are listening to the Art of Courage Ukraine podcast. Recently I have spoken to Kalina Havrilyev, a young woman from Lviv. Kalina is a mother to a three-year-old girl, Olesya, and currently also pregnant with twins. Kalina shared the reality of finding out about the full-scale invasion and what became her plan of action. Today, I will be reading an English translation of Kalina's words. We hope it gives you an insight into the wartime psychology of a Ukrainian mother. Well, I don't know. Maybe this will be useful at some point. I just think that these emotions and how a person makes a decision and why it's that specific decision is interesting. So before this, I didn't really follow it. I heard that everyone is constantly checking the news and that something is coming, some movement, consulates are leaving. But as I said, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Only a week ago, I exited the state of toxicosis. So for two months, I was bedridden, barely breathing. Is that period when the body adapts to the new life that's growing in it. Physically, this period of pregnancy is very unpleasant, so I absolutely didn't care about anything around me. I just laid there, barely breathing. I had one week that I felt better, that I opened my eyes, that I stepped outside and didn't feel sick. Well, in the morning on the 24th, I get a call from my dad who says that we got attacked, that Russia hit. Actions. You look at the news and see that the whole of Ukraine is being shot at. What's the plan of action? At first I had a, I don't know, I'm a person that never wanted to migrate. When I was asked about what country I would like to live in, I always said that um, I will travel everywhere. Maybe even live somewhere else for half a year or study, but I'll always come back to Ukraine. But my first instinct was that I need to leave. I need to go somewhere, escape. I don't even know why, but I knew that I need to reach safety. How? We have a place in the Carpathian Mountains in Hustne. We stayed there during the COVID period. During quarantine restrictions, we had this little house in a village, last one on the street with some land, no people. When everyone was locked inside, we had our own territory where we could walk around. And that's where Olesia started walking. And there was no internet, which was great. And I didn't know what was going on. So my first thought was to go there. But then you think it's far away from any hospital, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's safer in the city. After a few hours, my dad says that there's an opportunity to leave for Poland. Automatically you think, why such extreme actions? We were just living fine, we were renovating our house, I'm pregnant, we are planning a second child. And now suddenly leaving to another country? But things are happening. You're reading the news. I'm I'm saying to my husband, Taras, what should we do? Because I don't know, I'm 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 packing a suitcase, but I'm not ready to leave somewhere. I don't want to. Especially because we know that Taras won't be able to leave. And he says, I want to be with you. That day I I begin to experience an extreme sort of stress. I understand that for now everything is sort of fine. Well, It seems like it's sort of fine, but there's just this awful stress. I'm not feeling it in my head, but the body does its thing. And I had this outburst of emotions, even tears, and understanding that a new reality just came upon me. My Olesa comes to me and says, Mom, what's wrong? She understands that something's happening. 
that for some reason something is happening to mum. She isn't much of a talker. The child's only three years old. She sat next to me, stroked me, hugged me. She felt that there was a tension. Anyway, we left. It was hard to find any internet and I was panicking because I felt that I needed to keep updated on what was going on. Crossing the border was difficult. We couldn't take the car because we'd have to wait still for about 20 kilometers. But also, I'm pregnant. And it's that part of pregnancy where it's still possible to miscarry. The first few weeks when we arrived in Wroclaw, we tried to see the city, but we couldn't take any of it in. Our Polish friends invited us to go to museums, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what museums? I don't want anything. I just, I just want to go home. And then I started to think. I was always a warrior, always very patriotically inclined, very radical and outspoken, even during school. It's because of the family that I grew up in. That's my upbringing. We were taught history. Our grand-grandfather was the dean of Kharkiv University, the one that led to the most synchronization at the time. He was shot. Grand-grandmother was tortured. So in our family, we knew all of this. And when the Russians came, we knew how it, how it will all turn out. But why did the people in those areas of Western Ukraine not know? Why the Russian language everywhere? I just... I don't understand. Do not understand. All my life I've had a negative attitude towards Russians. I never voluntarily spoke Russian. Look, I guess my point is that here I am, uh, all patriotic, and suddenly there's a completely different reaction. Not that I need to go and fight. I was very militant in school. In university where I met Taras, he calmed me a little bit <laughs> because I was always getting myself into trouble. Now, for myself, I know what is good, but I'm not trying to convince others anymore. When the Revolution of Dignity began in 2014, um, protests were staged in most parts of Ukraine. We joined the protest in Lviv, but then we heard that a university class is planning to join the Maidan in Kyiv as a group, and we jerked there. Momentarily, we decided that we need to go. Something in the head just, just clicked, and, and you, a student in your second year of university... You just come home and say, Mother, I'm going, and there will be no discussion. I just threw a few things into my bag, and literally in an hour, we were on our way to Kyiv. <laughs> just comparing that moment, where there was also tension, to now, I think that my reaction was because of the presence of a child. The aspect that drastically changes a woman's actions. The presence of a child. A woman without a child will be thinking considerably different to the one with a child. I have something to protect. It's my responsibility to protect it. And that's it. It just sits and it's the most precious thing to ever exist. That's the main message I would like to share. These changes that happen in psychology and emotions and moods and plans. Yeah.